So we are now in the year of 2021 and we know you guys are getting your goals together. Why not add learning a new skill to that list? Wild University has you covered. Maybe you are moving into a new planning system and want to learn how to be more intentional with your plans. Maybe you've been wanting to start that YouTube channel and don't know where to start. Heck, maybe you've been wanting to start a podcast and only want to learn the details from yours truly. You can find all that and more at Wild University. Once you're signed up, you'll have instant access to all of the courses in the library and access to the past majors and minors that you miss. The best part is that every month the major and minor changes and there's always new courses being added to the library. So there's always something new to learn. Check out the link in our show notes to tour WOWU and get signed up today. Doors for this month enrollment are closing soon. So again, check out the link in our show notes and get started today. And we'll see you there. This episode is sponsored by The Honeybee Shop. In celebration of their anniversary, The Honeybee Shop will be doing a fan-selected sticker book pre-order plus 30% off sale on July 29th only. From July 30th through August 1st, the sale will be 25% off the entire site. Signups for the next Bay Box will open from August 1st through August 20th, and this month's theme is Planner Royalty. You can sign up over at thbsbaitbox.com. Also, be sure to follow The Honeybee Shop over on Instagram at The Honeybee Shop or visit their website, thehoneybeeshop.com, for more information. What's up, guys, and welcome back to Planners and Wine. My name is Megan. And I am Myra. Welcome back to another week. Yes. Y'all been waiting. Yes, another week (laughs) in these planner streets. Woo, the streets. (laughs) The streets been talking, guys. It has been so much going on, but uh, let's just start off with how are you doing this week, Myra? Um, non-planner wise, it has been great. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, it's something else. I'll tell you off there. Something else that happened, but okay. it's just been a, a really good week mm-hmm. and I'm so happy that I pretty much get to end it with the conversation we're getting ready to have. Cause mm-hmm. it's like, I needed that. I needed that palate cleanser mm-hmm. so I can go into the next week and make it even better. Period. Yes. Yeah. We love a, we love a positive queen. <laughs> <laughs> Because stuff happens, but mm-hmm. you know, it it's just this week has been a good week for me personally. How about you? This week has been very good. Uh it's like I have just mixed emotions because I'm getting I'm inching closer and closer to being back at work. Uh teachers officially report back on August the third in my district. Um, but I have to go for like a training, like a random training, like Thursday of this week. So that's really kind of my first day back uh and then I'll have like a nice little four-day weekend and then I'll be back at it but it's like I'm super excited to get the school year started and to meet my new students and everything but I've just been loving not working (laughs) over the past couple weeks so I'm gonna miss totally feel you I'm gonna miss the rest for sure but besides that it has been really really um you know good and you know these planet streets they've just been crazy so we will yeah 
get into that in a little while. But, you know, before we do anything else, why don't we, you know, do a little plug in and then we'll introduce our freaking amazing guest. Oh my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> yes. We are both so excited. But yeah, you can check us out over at plannersandwinepot.com. That's where you're going to find everything from merch the pins are still available so make sure you go ahead and get that Mm -hmm. um patreon if you want to join the patreon crew or look a little bit more into that that's all there all of our episodes will be up there as well Mm -hmm. so it's our one-stop shop and be sure you're following us over on instagram at planners and wine Mm -hmm. um that's all the stuff there too and if anything happens you know we'll let you know on instagram so just follow it yep period Yep, and follow yep. our individual <laughs> in, individual pages too, because po- trust we post a lot more, especially in our stories on our mm-hmm. individual pages, than we do on the Planners and Wine page. So follow me and Meg's got a Meg's, ugh, Meg's got a plan. Oh my god, can you see my own name? And also follow <laughs> Myra at Myra Plans It. But without further ado, let's just get into it, guys. We talked to Cindy, aka Llama Letters, aka the freaking realist. Okay. We talked to her. I know y'all jealous. I know, but it's okay. Cause we recorded it so that you can hear us talk to her. And it was amazing. Like we literally could have just had her on the podcast. All right, guys. So we are back with Miss Cindy herself um, from Blama Letters on Instagram, YouTube, all that good stuff. Cindy, how are you? Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We're, yes. We are beyond excited to talk to you. Well, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. You guys have been, your podcast is awesome. It's a very, a very, uh, what, strong light. That's maybe not the right way to say it, but whatever. It's, <laughs> I it's, feel you. It's, it's not, it doesn't suck. Okay. Thank you so much. <laughs> Best compliment we ever. All right. <laughs> okay, we have to put that on our website. It doesn't suck. It doesn't suck. <laughs> yes. Cindy said we don't suck. So duh, we don't suck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so for anybody who may not be, you know, familiar with you, if they live under a rock or something, can you just kind of explain to our listeners who you are and how you got started in the planning community? Sure. So my name is Cindy Gunter Baldo. I am 41. I'm an, I'm I'm on the edge of the elder planner community and (laughs) I just relocated from Napa, California to Denver, Colorado, like literally just relocated. I have two teenagers. I have two cats. I have had two husbands on current number two. uh, (laughs) Right. Um, I am an artist, a lettering artist, watercolor artist. I have a YouTube channel where I talk about planners and lettering and sometimes art and my life and chronic illness because I have end stage. I'm going to cough. You're fine. Yeah, I know. I'm just, I choke on my own spit, man. It happens. I don't know. um, And, uh, but yeah, I, and I, I have kidney disease and I am very close to dialysis. And so I talk about that too, because when you talk about planners, you talk about your life and, and that is a big part of my life. But yeah, so I do all that. I've published two books at this point. I have a podcast myself that's on hiatus. It's been on hiatus since before we found out we were moving. I just was Mm -hmm. overwhelmed with everything else that was going on. Um, Should be back soon, but we'll see. We'll see. We understand. We get it. You know, if you're in the planner community, you've probably seen my lettering. If you shop with Chris Hand Designs, that's where I, I don't want to have my own 
sticker company. That's too much work. So I give her lettering and she does all the work. But yeah, that's what I do. I also cuss yes. a lot. And that's one of the things that yeah. kind of got me sort of started in the planner mm-hmm. community as a content creator was that I was dropping the F-bomb and you didn't see a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But um, ultimately, I found my way over to the planner online world mm-hmm. back in like 2013. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking for a planner and I was broke. And I found the blog I Heart Organizing. And she had an Erin Condren planner. And I was like, I really like that, but I can't afford that. And then she put out a printable planner. And I was like, maybe I can afford that. And then that's when I learned that when you buy a printable planner and you take it to Staples to get printed and bound, you might as well have just bought a printed planner. Like people are like, yeah, it's the cheaper. No, it's not. Mm -hmm. It's really not. Not if you want it to be nice. It's not. Right. And if you have your own, you have your own printer and your own paper, you have to buy the good paper, which Mm -hmm. is expensive. Mm -hmm. And then if you want to get it bound, you have to go to Staples, which costs money. Or if you get this, the punch, which if you're gonna do the disc thing, which is expensive. And mm-hmm. so like, anyway, the point being is I found, I wound up buying <laughs> one, found the We Love EC group, bounced over to planners gone wild when it first started. Mm-hmm. And then I was putting lettering in my planner because I was a Trader Joe's sign artist. And that's what I did every day for work. Mm-hmm. And believe me, I don't want to sound like a hipster, but this was before the trend of doing fancy lettering. It was barely yeah. when people had <laughs> sticker shops weren't even really starting business mm-hmm. yet. And so I was lettering in my planner and then Kristen was like, I like your lettering. And so I just sort of started to spiral from there, but I, I like it. I like my planners. I like lettering. <laughs> yes! in my planners. And I like making yeah. videos and talking to planner people on the internet. That's what I like doing. Yes. Is that, you know, explanation? Is that an explanation? I love it. I yes, it is. is. <laughs> because yes. I feel like when you go to a job interview it's always so hard when when people are like tell me about yourself it's like okay I don't know how deep you want me to go but we'll just put it out there but that was great <laughs> <laughs> right and yeah. then they're like tell me tell me what is it you like about yourself and you're like question mark and then they're like what do you need to improve on and suddenly you have like eight years long yeah. list that you want to <laughs> so, I love it yeah yeah yes. yeah one of the things that definitely, uh, when I first found out about you, was what, what first like let me know that you were my people was the cousin. It was definitely yeah. the cousin. I was like, you know what? I, I like you said, like a lot of planner people are not on the internet cussing they not on the internet you know coming with the realness we just get a, just all the positivity and none of the bad stuff ever in life from a lot of like the big people so when I came across you and you were not afraid to be real not afraid to curse not afraid to talk about your chronic illness like it was just like I feel very seen you know what I'm saying I feel like a lot of people have been able to connect with you because of the honesty Absolutely. for sure well Absolutely. and the way that I see it, okay, this might be extrapolated. Like I know a lot of people found their way over to the creative planning world from the scrapbooking world, mm-hmm. especially mm-hmm. the bigger people who brought audiences with them. And I'm going to make a vast assumption here, but a lot of the more like established, more quote, famous people from the scrapbooking world mm-hmm. um, are Mormon. Mm. <laughs> and so, yeah that and it's not to because i know that within the mormon faith or the latter-day saints that's what they want to be called now within their faith journaling your day and everything is actually part of it i've 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 fallen down the rabbit hole learning Hmm. about it um but (laughs) but it's also presenting a positive 
face to your life. Mm. And while I don't think everybody and their mother and like, obviously everybody and their mother is not like a white Mormon in the scrapbooking world, but the people who kind of defined the tone, like the people who were able to define the tone, I think that is where some of that like kind of always show, like always look on the bright side of life kind of situation that happens is. And like, I still to this day get people who give me shit for cussing on my YouTube channel. I'm like, you are aware that there are three billion other planner mm-hmm. people on the internet who Literally. don't cuss like yep. <laughs> I, so, I like I appreciate you watching but like you don't have to watch me nope. you know so right yeah and it's, yeah. especially to reach out with you with like that's the thing to me like people when people reach out with some type of criticism they really expect you to change something about yourself or about your brand that is specific to them like a specific change that they want you know it's not like they're coming at you in masses it's just one individual person like hey i don't like your cursing can you stop for me please no i'm not gonna stop for you sis yeah and you know i am totally down for constructive criticism Mm -hmm, like there has been times where people have criticized me or have told me like a big there was something I said that wound up was anti-semitic and I didn't know it was anti-semitic but when I found one of my people in the comments was like you might not want to say that because it has roots in anti-semitism and I was like oh I had no idea I'll try and stop saying that and I, I always preface it with I try because I know from personal experience how it takes time to mm-hmm. really redirect how, if you've been saying something for a long time, yep. I learned that if you're a child of, like, if you were a kid in the early nineties, mm-hmm. there are certain insults in the early nineties that are homophobic yeah. Or, yeah, right. or ableist that right. were very common. And mm-hmm. like, you didn't even think about it then. But then when you get older and, and you start to get the context around it, it if you said it for a long time, it does take a little bit of practice yep. to sort of unlearn retrain. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, but like that kind of thing, like I don't get mad. Okay. Let me rephrase that. If somebody calls me out on something, whether it is at language, whether it not like cussing, but like mm-hmm. something like the anti-Semitic thing or mm-hmm whether it is some other situation mm-hmm. insensitive or maybe it's just my something about my content was sucking right and somebody called that gives me constructive criticism i'm not gonna lie i get i do get a little uh a little just like like yeah i'm not gonna be like a, a saint here and be like oh yes give me the constructive criticism i'll take it like a grown-up right no, <laughs> taking it like a grown-up means your first reaction is just like oh damn it and then right you know Mm -hmm. but then you know you stop and you like I like to turn it over in my mind sometimes the criticism especially if it has something to do with like something I'm doing with how I make not a hurtful thing that I'm doing but just a semantics thing that I'm doing or uh Mm -hmm. whatever like I will stop and like really think is this something that I should change or do I want to change or am I fine with it you know if right. somebody's like oh you should be a little bit more per- like add intros to your videos I'm like fuck that I'm fucking lazy I don't want to <laughs> like I appreciate the comment but no <laughs> you know, maybe someday later but not now so like I just I think it can be I have a long-standing grudge against the idea that um if you have legitimate if you're a fan of something if, or mm-hmm. if you've spent money with something and you have legitimate criticism this idea like this like stan culture i'm not judging stands i myself 
may stand for certain things, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. this culture of like, if you have legitimate criticism of something and you say it and the, the super fans attack you for making, like, I would think brands content, whether they're content, Mm -hmm. a personal brand or a company, gigantic company should want to hear that kind of thing. They should. It helps you improve. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. But I have in the past made some comments about certain products that I just, I had, I, there were things I wished could be improved. And I got, I got, I got like the pitch for coming at me. And I'm just like, look, dude, I'm not, it's not, it's not, it's not personal. I'm not saying that the own, Mm -hmm. and especially with certain brands, like I I have no problem naming names like the happy planner. Now that Mm -hmm. it's not the happy, now that Stephanie Fleming's not with the happy planner anymore, but she was so associated that like, if you said anything negative about the happy planner, it was like, you were saying something negative about her. Right. And then it becomes Mm -hmm. personal and it's not. Mm Yeah, I mean, exactly. Be, but it's usually now. So I just I I don't I don't I welcome criticism, but mm-hmm. I also can't promise to like listen. I know I listen, but I can't promise to act on it. <laughs> fair. <laughs> and know? that's very that fair. fair. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, that is very fair. I always say, and we like reach out to people weeks in advance, but we talk to the people at the right time. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like true. I just needed we this really conversation do. right now. Yeah, I know with everything that's big going on, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. it's insane. It's insane. But that that was actually one of my questions because I, you know, I do admire you. You know, you speak, you know, real and what's true to you, and you know, even like just the cussing thing. And that that was my question. Like, how do you deal with the backlash and with people taking it personal, especially if you are criticizing like a certain brand or a certain product but I think you wrapped that well, <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. there's one other thing that I want to add that's kind of been in my mind as this whole because like for people who uh are listening I guess we're recording this right on the tail I guess the tail end of mm-hmm. the whole situation with the happy planner squad yep. and all of the conversations that have been going on that Myra started mm-hmm. and uh, um one of the things that's been running through my mind this whole time, right? As this has been going on, because I agree with the idea that like creators should get paid if they're going Mm -hmm. to be doing this. Like, aside from the fact that labor should be compensated, Mm -hmm. aside from that, I also think that paying, like, having a contract that involves financial compensation not mm-hmm. just like the ever popular exposure or products or whatever but like mm-hmm. financial compensation really clarifies the line that consumers can see yeah. when they mm-hmm. see your content like when i watch somebody on the happy planner squad talking about all their 800 million releases and they talk about how great they all are. Mm-hmm. If I know they're getting paid, then that informs how I see their commentary. Like right. there are mm-hmm. people who have I've known have gotten tons of free products from companies. And like I don't I don't begrudge them that. Mm-hmm. But when I see their their videos or whatever, when they're talking about the new products, I pretty much don't listen to their opinion. I watch the video just to legitimately see it and yeah. decide if it's something I want to check out myself, but their opinion to me just goes right in the trash. And it's not because I don't trust them normally, but when they have a relationship like that, you, you don't want to like, 
you really the it's it's not about the free stuff yeah it's about mm-hmm. getting the stuff first mm-hmm. that's really what it is if you make videos for the internet yeah content for the internet getting the stuff first is like the holy grail because Absolutely. then you get yeah. the most views mm-hmm. you get out there first you you are the first one and so you you get all the stuff and you don't want to wreck that relationship but right. when you're paid, it's really clear that like this company is paying you to talk about their stuff, which is great if I want to see all the stuff before it's released. Mm-hmm. But if you tell me how awesome it all is, like, I'm sorry, you're getting paid to tell me about it. Like, right. And I say this with any sponsorship. And yeah. that's why I don't do sponsorships. Like I specifically mm-hmm. do not do them because I want to keep, again, that line clear. I don't right. even take PR uh, except on very rare occasions, because I uh, generally speaking, unless it's like a very small brand where I want to see the product, they really want to send it to me. And I'm like, sure, I had never heard of it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. sure, like, like a plan, especially if it's like a, a single planner person making like a, a planner or something, they, they yeah. contact me and I, I can amplify them out. Yeah. And yeah, that's something, but and I'll still be sure to say like, they sent this to me or whatever, but generally speaking, I have too much shit to begin with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) B, um, B, I would prefer if I'm going to review something that I spent my own money on it so that I can be like, I spent my money on this. Mm -hmm. I have, and these are my opinions and see, I have a very strong ethic that kind of runs under what I do Mm -hmm. where I buy the reason I buy planners to review is so if there's something about it, you don't like, you don't spend your money on it only to find out that you don't like it. Let me spend the money on it. Yeah. I can set aside money that I get from YouTube's AdSense to do that so that your money is precious. I don't want you buying something just mm-hmm. because everybody else likes like is saying it's great. Right. If mm-hmm. there's something about it you don't like. It's really easy to get influenced. And that's why I think that having that compensation helps really delineate and let yeah. people know, like, okay, look at their stuff, but like don't let them influence you to buy it because they got paid to tell you about exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of yeah, think that Happy Planner felt you know, a lot of brands who, you know, gave the product in, in exchange for all these videos and posts and all this type of thing. I feel like they kind of thought it was a good thing that their people could be able to say, I didn't get paid for this. I'm just saying it because this is how I really feel. Like, and it's like okay, you didn't get paid, but you clearly have that relationship with the brand that you're trying to maintain. It's like, we see that too. Like, it's not, you know. Like you didn't get paid, but you got to be exclusive to us. Like, okay, sure. Like, you know. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. It's like, you still are doing it for a reason because you, like you said, you want to be the first to get you know, to get that stuff. And I feel like, I mean, we've been talking about a lot of the last couple of weeks, but clearly a lot of it has changed with the happy planner, even before they made these changes to pay people, because, you know, once they had the mentor program, oh, well now it's not just the squad getting all this stuff first. It's the mentors getting that stuff plus more Mm -hmm. first. So it's like, why even follow the squad? So it's like all that exposure that they were getting paid in is like kind of cut in half because you know everybody who loves the happy planner is already following the mentors and they're going to see them with it so uh yeah that's actually something I've been kind of curious about like Mm -hmm. okay this is again going to sound 
my God, I don't even care. Like, I don't give a fuck. I'm not in the happy planner community. So I don't, like, I'm always, the happy planner community, like, this is no shade to anybody who loves happy planners. I have planner people that I love who love happy planners. But to me, it's always been like my planner reality show because there's just something real, like, intense about the happy planner community. Mm. And and the thing I wonder is, like, what is the the exposure value of being on the squad anymore anyway? Like, I know exactly. that that first group of people, you got, like, Heather Kell, mm-hmm. and you have that plan with Bumble, and, um, oh, who else? Gabe. Was- Kita um, is another thing. I think Kita was, yeah. was on it. Mm-hmm. There was, like, a handful of them that got yeah. a bunch of, like, planner Fame. Fame. I hate that. I, I feel hate like the first couple of squads like shrivel up when I say that. But <laughs> right. Like, you know, the first couple like, of squads got that. Yeah. But since then, like, I couldn't tell you who mm-hmm. was on it because mm-hmm. they, it's like that, that was the, that gave them, and then that gave them the like oomph into yep. the world. But now it's like there's been so many that there gets to be a point where it's all kind of, kind of, um, it's like watered down. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And not, and I want people like, especially if they manage to diversify and like Mm -hmm. have different, you know, that's a good thing. And that can be exposure to some people, Mm -hmm. but in the greater scheme of things, like I'm not really sure. It's not that I don't think that there's room for more people. I absolutely do think there Mm -hmm. is. I just don't know if that, that path, like if somebody sees, oh, well, look at, at Marquita, she's got like a container store affiliation. Now mm-hmm. she was on the happy planner squad. So if I get on the happy planner squad, maybe mm-hmm. I can get mm-hmm. a container store affiliation, but like, it's how many squad members total. And she has a container store thing. Do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, yeah. It's, exactly. not, it's exactly. not like an easy path to, no. to, to getting like internet clout, like the internet bus. Absolutely like, not. Sort of Starbucks mm-hmm. or, uh, South yeah. Park. Uh, right. So yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And it's the same with like Aaron Condren, right? Mm-hmm. Like all the people who were like their big affiliates, they got their boost. And yep. now it's, it's again, there's just so many and it's better to see diversified or whatever, but right. like you have to wonder like where, what is going to be the next Avenue to get people up to that? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's talking smack about how applications are for happy planner squads that might be five <laughs> other people yeah, like i've help. been making i've been making anti-consumerism videos for quite some time now mm-hmm. not because yeah. i want to get like it but just because i like talking about it yeah. but like i can see that like that's giving you guys a big boost which is great because it should mm-hmm. but like now i wonder like it's going to be good to see other people talking about it but if they're talking about it in part because they wonder if that's the trending thing to kind of like hook into hook into mm-hmm. and i don't i don't think that like if that's what you're looking for the best way to find it is to just do you do you and yeah. hope yeah. that the you that you're doing somebody will resonate and then others will resonate and it just it's not about getting 80 million people following mm-hmm. you it's getting a few people following you who really resonate with you absolutely and that's more important yeah. you know it's way and more important rambling yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no you're fine that, that, yeah that's such a, a good point and even that it just makes me curious like with I did not realize I knew like Meg and maybe like five other people will say something on that video but for it to go as big as it did I had no clue because it's so positive in this community and then to go against the one of the big bads of this community is really nerve-wracking so it just makes me wonder is it like is this just the wave right now you know is is people you know speaking about which it in turn turned into something positive with them changing their ways but it does make me wonder if 
you know, if it's just a wave, you know, first it was a positivity and yeah, it's, it's something to definitely think about, but, but again, like, and I think we've been saying it on the show, like, don't think like, you're not going to be the next Heather Kale. Heather Kale is Heather Kale. Quita is Quita. Right. Like you're not going to be the next one. And if you think you need to follow their rite of passage, so to say, and that's how you're going to make it. Like you're not, you have to do it by being just yourself. Mm -hmm. Yep. Because even if, even if, even if you get, let's just say you do right like there Mm -hmm. it is possible to build a following by kind of um what i've referred to it before is like on this is terrible but like in silence of the lambs and like where is other people's skin like you know you Mm -hmm. wear someone else's skin right and Mm -hmm. get it it can be done you see in the bullet Mm -hmm. journals community especially there is a certain kind of formula you can follow right right? if you really Mm -hmm. want to blow up but is that sustainable especially mm-hmm. if it's not really you like exactly, can you continue yeah. to do something like that like it's hard to do this kind of thing full time mm-hmm. and i i very much have tried and i'm continuing to try to diversify the things that i'm doing mm-hmm. so that i don't rely on youtube or rely on whatever to pay my bills because i that it's fleeting and you don't yeah. know how long you mm-hmm. can do it and so that's one of the reasons that I like one of the things I do that I don't talk about very much is I do a lot of freelance design work and Mm -hmm. things like that like I also do those things not necessarily because I have to I have to right now but because by nurturing that that means that there may be a point when I can do things that don't rely on me being Cindy Goods or Baldo doing them I can just do them you know right right Mm -hmm. because I'm too sick to go back all before I did this, I was in the grocery industry for 20 years. So like, mm-hmm. I can't really do that anymore. No, not, I don't yeah. the body. And I did a lot of the creative shit. I cake decorated. I worked as a side artist, but I still like, I fucking, I hauled ass in freezer section. I worked morning crew. I like threw cases. <laughs> yeah. I did all that. I like, yeah. did the, and I don't have the body for it anymore. I'm a creaky old lady. I just got an adjustable <laughs> bed. Like I'm, I can't yes. do that shit. So like, um, so yeah, yeah. Like, but that's and that's one of the things like and I I have a weird relationship with like marketing and with the way that like people want to make like it's this really strange universe to be in like talking about people getting paid for what they're doing mm-hmm. and at the same time feeling kind of weird about the slimy tactics that some people sometimes use to make money on the internet mm-hmm. because there are yeah. people on the that's internet true. who make their money teaching you the slimy tactics yeah really yeah easy to fall yeah. down that rabbit hole <laughs> and so for me it's like it's very that's again I come back to say I don't take sponsorships because like that that's like the that's one thing I know if I tried if I got sponsored and had to talk about something I would not be able to do it with a straight face because I cannot for the life of me mm-hmm. follow a script I cannot I cannot not cuss. And it's not that I yeah. cuss, like I'm not trying, I'm not performatively cussing. It just happens. It's how yeah. I talk. I cussed in front of my kid's principal when they were in elementary school. <laughs> and I, I said dick or something in front of on accident. And I was like, oh, like, <laughs> you know, but um, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, it goes back to being yourself, right? Yeah. I know I have no, if somebody wants to get sponsorships and make that money, like good, make the money, mm-hmm. like more <laughs> making money is a good, like it's, I'm, I'm starting to go into the anti-capitalist space, but at the same time, I recognize that money is something like money doesn't buy yeah. happiness, but it buys you options. And for sure, so I want people to have options. So if you're going to make your money, make your money. I applaud you for that. Mm-hmm. But I just know that for me, it, it, 
would compromise something that it, I would not be able to do it and be able to do it well. There are people who can do sponsorships really right. well where you can trust them and you still know it's a sponsorship, but you know that it doesn't taint the rest of the stuff yeah. that they do. Yeah, absolutely. For me, it would just feel really weird and I just don't, I don't feel comfortable. So yeah. I find other ways to get paid. I get paid there we go. doing other things for people. Mm-hmm. Like, but I trade labor for money or I trade like licensing rights for money. And to me, that's, mm-hmm. that's like what I, what, I'm comfortable with. And right. again, it goes back to be yourself and do yep. what's comfortable for you. And if your gut is telling you that something is not a good idea, listen to your mm-hmm. gut. Yeah, like, absolutely. Yep, you know? Exactly. And that's all about just staying in your lane and being true to yourself. And people definitely need to know, like if they're going into like creative spaces or creative careers, they need to be honest and upfront. Like, okay, what do I want? <laughs> I want to make money. How do I want to make this money? Am I okay with x y and z or do i just want to stick to this like be super super clear about your goals um as far as you know get into this crazy (laughs) creative world (laughs) okay so one thing i wanted to ask you about you had a podcast episode a while ago all about toxic positivity and to be honest i don't know i I kind of want to say I never heard the term before, at least not in reference to the planning community, you know? Mm. So when I listened to your episode, it really resonates with me. Like I I had a lot of aha moments where I was thinking, oh my gosh, this is toxic positivity. That is toxic positivity. So we've been having a lot of conversations over the past year about this new like wave of realness that is coming to the planner community. So with that wave, like, do you from your perspective do you think the toxic positivity in the community has improved over the past year or so or do you still think it's a major major issue in this community no I think it's improved one of the things like one of the things that I think happens now almost is you get so the toxic positivity side of things right is basically like be relentlessly positive without context Mm -hmm. and without acknowledging that like shit happens and Mm -hmm. life happens and things are not sunshine and roses all the time right like and it's real easy to feel that especially when you have like entire sticker collections or entire planners with quotes that are all like in your face about it right and I Mm -hmm. feel like it has I don't necessarily think brands have completely like thinned that out Mm -hmm. but I do think that the conversations that happen are I think COVID actually really like it's hard to relentlessly positive your way through COVID right yeah Yeah. because even if you're doing fine even if your family you're like kicking ass and your kids are fucking not flunking and you know whatever like (laughs) you know your your shit's going good but you start talking about how great your shit is going people will be just like fuck you you know Mm -hmm. like it kind of forced you to really like um reckon with the fact that like you can you can be happy but that doesn't mean that you're going to dismiss the fact that shit happens yep and i think though this past year has really kind of brought that to the surface that is insensitive to expect people to fucking smile like turn their frown Mm -hmm. upside down when real problems are happening to real people at a high they already were happening the pandemic didn't bring these like create these problems the pandemic exposed them you know Mm -hmm. and 
So I think that that helped. But one of the one of the examples I, I talk to my kids about when it comes to toxic positivity, because we've had the conversation with, not because they themselves do it, but because they both get frustrated when other people kind of hunky-dory their way through things, mm-hmm. is that like, I love my life. I'm very happy with my life. I, I, am, I am in a great relationship. I love my kids. Now, Okay, there's a lot of weird. Also, I apologize for the weird background okay. noises. I'm in the basement. I have no idea what's happening. I don't know what all the weird noises are in this house okay. yet. Um, I'm like, what is going on up there? Um, so uh, I love my life. I'm very happy with my life. I also am almost in kidney failure and I'm in pain every single day. Yeah. Um, one of my kids is having major struggles with depression and anxiety as we all have been this last year, but they had been hurting themselves and we are trying to manage that with both medication and with um, uh, routine changes, things like that, therapy, all that good stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Um, my, we just, I had to trade my car in in Salt Lake City on a move because my air conditioning went out in the desert and we couldn't find anyone to fix it. Because, wow. and I drove through the desert for three hours with no AC while my cat was in the other car with the other cat and my husband who had AC, you know, like there oh are gosh. things that happen, but at the same, I, so I can be very happy with like the foundation of my life yeah. while other things are going on and acknowledge that they're going on. And like, there are days where I'm in a lot of pain or I'm PMSing, I'm not in a good mm-hmm. mood. And yet at the same time, at the heart of it, I'm I'm happy with my life. And I think that's what I told my kids is like, I'm trying to maintain a healthy balance. Like I'm not going to walk around all the time Mm -hmm. being grumpy McGrumperson because I'm not, but Mm -hmm. I'm also realistic with the fact that I can be happy and be in pain. Right. Pain can make me not happy in the moment, but I can be happy overall. Do you know what I mean? It's nuanced. And I think that's the thing toxic positivity misses is the context and the nuance of everything. Like, I think that if anything has been happening this last year, it is that the conversations have gotten more nuanced. They've Mm -hmm. gotten more context. People have been like, you've gotten more stories for more people. So you can form a better view of things. Mm -hmm. And that I think is the the real thing. It's like the recognition that like in the planner, like as a planner society, as a planner world, right. Mm -hmm. You see the way that so-and-so influencer does their planning and you copy it every single time. And some other person copies it every single time. Like you're just copying someone else as opposed to (laughs) filling it with like the flavor of your own life. And I think that that's the beauty of the community. But when things become so popular and that was happening for a while with all the super happiness and like, let's not talk about shitty things. Let's not yeah. talk about shitty things. Then suddenly you don't see like the different layers, like the, the tiramisu of our lives in the mm-hmm. planet. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. This is, you don't get the rum. You only get the lady fingers. Like yep, it sucks. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. I That's, totally agree yeah. with that. And I, uh, especially yeah. the part where you said about, it hasn't really been the brand's that have been coming down with the toxic positivity Mm -hmm. it's just been the community that's reckoning with the fact that most of our lives are not perfect and it's it adds a layer of realness to people when you're able to see that this is not like this person's life isn't on a pedestal and you don't have to feel shitty because your life isn't as great as their life is like they have bad things happening to them too they're still able to persevere and push through it and still have a great life but that doesn't mean that bad things don't happen to them and there are I mean obviously you know people can share what they want but 
I'm way more attracted to the influencers and the content creators who are able to show the nuance in their life rather than mm-hmm. the people who are just showing this super bright, perfect picture all the time. Like, is that's just, and it's boring. I feel like that's boring right? to me boring. also. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and one of the things also that I really that it's important to me because like I get people sometimes, especially a couple years ago when this is there, I wasn't always as open about my kidney disease and it wasn't necessarily because I was like, I didn't want to show people the bad stuff. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to talk about it and it hadn't gotten quite as bad yet. And so yeah. it wasn't so central, but I was, I was doing a lot like PTO president when I was president of the board at my church. Like I'm an over volunteer. I am one of those people who like, they're like, do you need volunteers? And I'm like me before I even (laughs) stop to think if I have any time. So my husband is like, I'm going to sit on your hand. Like, don't you dare. I will divorce you (laughs) if you volunteer for anything else. So like I have chronic over volunteeritis and I have actually really pulled back from that Mm -hmm. because of how sick I've gotten that's what kind of forced my hand on it. But people, even now, they like see my to-do list of the things that are checked off. And they're like, I'm just so amazed you get so much done when you're feeling so crappy. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I got a lot done today. And then I overdid it. And I was in bed the whole next day. Like mm-hmm. that's yeah. the thing that like I, the context that I try to provide is like, I'm, I am a, I'm weird. I'm a very strange mix. I'm a relentless rule follower, but I also don't like to be told what to do. <laughs> right so so I and I'm also very neurotic and like when I was in high school like I got great grades because the thought of not getting a good grade was like horrifying to my soul right you know Mm -hmm. we should have such problems right (laughs) right so like getting all these things done it's like it's very it makes me feel very like 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 in control of my life, mm-hmm, but I mm-hmm. also tend to overdo it because I want to, I, I assume I can get more done than I should be able to get done. Mm-hmm. And I have a pillow that actually says it's in one of these boxes. It's not out right now, but it says <laughs> rest is productive. And that mm-hmm. I bought that pillow so I could remind myself that, and it's not that everything has to be productive. That's an entire different conversation about yeah, the yeah. idea of like toxic productivity. Mm-hmm. But, um, <laughs> but the idea that like, it's okay if I am resting, if I'm laying on the couch watching Netflix because I just needed to lay on the couch and watch Netflix, there mm-hmm. is nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And I still have to remind myself of that. And I try to remind other people. Like I talked about scheduling sex once mm-hmm. because I feel so shitty all the time. But if I want to maintain intimacy, sometimes mm-hmm. I just got to make myself do it. Mm-hmm. If I, not very often, but like, <laughs> Girl. when I feel the need to, but I'm like, yeah, it's not romantic. It seems kind of cheesy, but mm. when you're chronically ill, sometimes you have like, you got to kind of make an appointment for things or they're absolutely. not going to get done, yeah. you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. So like people might think, oh, it's so weird scheduling sex. I'm like, believe me, I prefer to have like spontaneity, but when mm-hmm. you are in pain all the time and exhausted, or if you're just exhausted, or if you've just fucking had it, like mm-hmm. spontaneity, yeah. the older you get, I'm sorry, but spontaneity goes right out the window. There are yeah, 1,000. Yeah. It's more important. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. mm-hmm. so. And you know what? Actually, I came, it's so weird you said that because I actually came across <laughs> this sex expert on TikTok like a few weeks ago. And one of the things she said was that you, if you want to maintain intimacy, you should schedule sex because life gets crazy people start focusing on their kids or their careers Mm -hmm. and all this type all these different things and if you don't 
schedule it, you probably won't have it at all. So scheduling mm-hmm. it is better than just not having it, period. So I yeah. felt that. I That's felt right. that. I was like, okay. I feel seen again. <laughs> I always find a way to bring any conversation around to sex. Like it's fine. You think that I was like fucking like just like hossing my shit all over the place, but I'm not because I don't feel very good, but I'm fine talking about it. So no, uh, yeah. We should. And I just I I swear, one of the things I love about you is you talk about all the things that people are scared to talk about. And I but I feel like that opens the door for people to talk about them seriously yeah. like I said I had never heard it's life uh, exactly it's life <laughs> and I had just never heard of toxic positivity in reference to the planner community but it's just the planner community has been so overrun with that that it is refreshing to be having these conversations in public and really mm-hmm. calling it like we see it like you know you can have your you know be happy do happy sticker all you want but if your life sucks sometimes it's okay to say that you can write that yeah. right next to your sticker in your planner like it's fine <laughs> and you don't have to if you don't want to mm-hmm. but a yeah. you can if you need to and yeah. b don't shit on somebody else for doing it because they're harshing your mellow like dude mm-hmm. get over yourself like find something mm-hmm. else to look at again the internet is full of many many people Absolutely. and i'm sure that there are people who only blow unicorn farts all the time out there that you can yes. go find yes and, they do like, insulate mm-hmm. yourself with right <clears throat> yeah because we've gotten that we've gotten that criticism a lot that oh you know y'all are talking about well not a lot but we've gotten it from here and here and there that y'all are bringing politics into this or y'all are talking about this issue i just want to talk about planning and it's like we're not gonna just ever just talk about planning because we're more than that like come well, on. well and planning is our fucking lives and, our lives. and then yes. this shit impacts our lives <laughs> like that and maybe that's why like and i'm also mm-hmm. i so i don't watch before the pen planning like it's mm-hmm. not i think it's pretty i can understand why some of you would want to i am a voyeur and i'm like nosy as fuck and i want to mm-hmm. see what's going on in people's lives right. i'm one of those people when instagram like brought up the like you could zoom in on the pictures. yeah you're zooming on the and I was just like, yeah. <laughs> you know and it's not because i'm like trying to go to their house and creep on them i'm mm-hmm. just i'm interested and i'm also interested in seeing how people manage their lives right because right? i want to mm-hmm. see if there's something that maybe i can that's why I like watching. I don't watch like people who are vloggers, but I do mm-hmm. watch people who I like when they vlog mm-hmm. because it interests me. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think people who only vlog, it, I can't, as somebody who occasionally does vlog, I can't mm-hmm. figure out how their life doesn't just become planned around vlogging. I know. So that yeah. Me out. Right. It's a lot. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But, but again, there's, but there's different strokes for different folks. Right. Mm-hmm. But like, but I just, I, no, Siri, we're not, I'm not talking to you. Okay, there we go. Um, <laughs> but I just, I, I, the, the part of planning, like when people are like, oh, I'm just here for like the stickers and the planning. And it's like, yeah, but what the hell are you planning? Like you're planning exactly. your life. Your real and life. Even if you don't think politics or whatever impacts your life, A, it does. Mm-hmm. And yeah. B, <laughs> Even if you don't notice that just because you don't, doesn't mean that other people are not acutely aware. Yeah. Like I, I recognize my privilege. I am a cisgender white lady. I have a trans kid. And so Mm -hmm. like, you know, I, I, I have so much interest in so many different justice oriented Mm -hmm. situations, but the, it hits personally when stuff happens that impacts trans kids. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Right. And that, and you can have empathy and you can be really emotionally connected to other causes that are not connected to you. And that's necessary, Mm -hmm. but like, 
when somebody's like, don't bring politics into it to women of color, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes. It's in your yeah. life. Like, Literally. It impacts, yeah, you might have a pretty planner, <laughs> but the shit in your planner is impacted by the shit that's going on with the government and exactly. with the, the, the policies and the, all the things. You know what? It's just, it blows my, I don't understand it. Like, it's mm-hmm. one of those things where I can't wrap my mind around somebody who thinks that way because it's, it's like the empathy how- bug that is missing it's it's, yeah, a, like- it's a severe lack of empathy yeah. in a lot of people yeah. uh in this world and i mean that's all i can even attribute it to it's individualism this mm-hmm. idea that like mm-hmm. we are only responsible for ourselves like bullshit yeah. do you drive on the street exactly the street is socialism like <laughs> you know mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So, i don't know it's so and then the, i have the other problem of some of you you Mm-hmm. And one of the UU's principles is that every human has worth and dignity. Like it's mm. inherent, right? It's part, and that's my favorite principle, the one I care about the most. And there are some times where I'm just like worth and dignity, worth and dignity, worth and dignity. And somebody's <laughs> pissing me off on the internet because they don't have any empathy. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they're still just because, just because they don't have any empathy, just I mean you can't have empathy, Cindy, worth and dignity, worth and dignity. My kids are like, Mom, are you reading the comments again? Like, you know. <laughs> It's, it's, a struggle. Oh, it's, it's definitely a struggle because mm-hmm. yeah oh it's so much this I I just it blows me that we get that that criticism because it's like did you look at the cover of the podcast at all like I know right? it's ridiculous mm-hmm. but, yeah mm-hmm. like I just I don't get it it's one of those like things like there are many there are many ridiculous things that people say that I can kind of yeah. like kind of understand where they came from even if I vehemently disagree but that's right. one of those things where it's like how do you just yep. compartmentalize everything in your life like clearly when you when you make dinner do you mm-hmm. does the smell of your unseasoned chicken go into your bedroom or not like because you know it's other parts of your life like you know <laughs> yeah. like because it's definitely not seasoned for sure that's what I'm saying like yeah. you know I just I could uh, mm-hmm. so I'm just uh, yeah because we uh, we were uh, accused of of talking about inclusivity but not being inclusive to all political beliefs but your political beliefs are not inclusive so no i'm confused like, I'm, yeah, right? like i'm sorry but like no like i'm not people are like people oh my god when oh my god so my facebook group has been closed since mm-hmm. the election because mm-hmm. Because there was some tomfoolery happening after the election. I just, I had not, it had been such a, people for the most part were very, it was a very mellow place because people knew that I didn't want to have to moderate shit because I Mm -hmm. don't like, I'm lazy, as as I've said. So I hadn't put a lot of rules and shit into place except for like, don't be an asshole, right? Yeah. And then after the election, much like everywhere on the internet, a bunch of like bullshit started happening. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to close this down until shit mellows so I can like put some more mods in place and make sure things because people were like, well, Cindy, Cindy is inclusive of everything. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, like, not. no. <laughs> I am inclusive in the ways that are important, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to be inclusive of your chicanery. Yeah. Like I'm not yeah. inclusive yeah. of your delusion mm-hmm. and I'm not going to be <laughs> inclusive of you. Like what of you not st- being inclusive right like, how does that no. work <laughs> so it's just like i mean yeah sure you might think because i'm nice and i i i don't know i'm i i i like to encourage one of the things i love is on my live streams i like to encourage like real conversations mm-hmm. in the comments during my streams and sometimes they're all sorts of like hilarious and sometimes we've had some very deep 
conversations about like say sexuality or Mm -hmm. other things like there have been it just sort of goes whichever way the wind blows but yeah like just because I want to encourage people to talk to each other and like Mm -hmm. listen to each other that doesn't mean that I want somebody to come in and start spouting some fucking bullshit exactly toxic ass Mm -hmm. fucking no and and it's just like, and, and the funny thing was there were people who were like, have you never actually watched one of her videos before? Is, like, do yeah. you not know like her <laughs> thoughts on things? Because I'm not fucking subtle. there are many adjectives that could describe me subtle is not one of no, them. No. So, <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't get it. It's like, and a, no, none of that. And B, <laughs> not every space is for everybody, right? Exactly. Yeah. If you want to go yeah, talk yeah. about your bullshit, go over to Parlor or whatever the crap. All it's plenty, fucking... and it's plenty yeah. of Facebook groups. Like, like I mean, ultimately, mm-hmm. stay if you want to. Yeah. But don't fucking say that shit and try and listen to what the other people are saying. Exactly. Because, like, I, I have had, and I'm not. And if anything, I am, I can be patient. I once had a three hour long conversation with somebody mm-hmm. about white privilege because they just did not understand it. And it was, mm. and I kept talking about it and kept talking about it. And the thing, the thing that finally got them was nude pantyhose. Wow. <laughs> yeah. like, that was the thing where they were like, oh, it, it took three hours to get to nude pantyhose. But it worked. Wow. It got them thinking. I can tell you, if you really want to know what set me on my path of like understanding uh-huh. and trying to understand more about privilege and mm-hmm. understand more about, like, it's when I started really un- dismantling some of the things I had learned in school or that I hadn't learned in school and mm-hmm. learning about people like Asada Shakur and like mm-hmm. all of that, reading those books. All of that happened early in the 2000s when I fell down the rabbit hole of black feminist tumbler mm, yeah black feminist That's tumbler little, yes. little, little ignorant white girl falling down the rabbit hole of black feminist <laughs> tumbler back in like the early 2000s mm-hmm. oh my god i couldn't stop i was like i feel terrible as i'm reading this but i can't <laughs> stop and i just kept going and going and going mm-hmm. and going and, mm-hmm. and it was one of those i don't recommend it for a lot of people it's not the it's not the most gentle ushered into (laughs) understanding those things Mm -hmm. but but it but um, you got there I did you got there Mm -hmm. and I mean and I still it's a lot and I got a lot of shit to learn I Mm -hmm. can't I can't pretend that but it's one of those things where it's like once you under like once it you get kind of faced with something that you didn't have to face before yep you have the choice to either keep facing it and be uncomfortable or mm-hmm. walk away. And the problem we run into is so mm-hmm. many people just walk away because they, yeah, they don't want to be, uncomfortable. Yeah, they don't want to feel bad. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, they don't want to be uncomfortable. I'm a masochist. So I'm just like, fuck yeah, more black feminist number. <laughs> like, you know, well, like- <laughs> clearly we need a little bit more of that. And also I appreciate you doing the work on your friend with having that three hour conversation instead of a person of color where it may have right? had to take yeah. double the time mm-hmm. for them to do those mental gymnastics. <laughs> to get them to understand like have you ever heard of band-aids like it's the same thing as the new penny yeah Yeah. (laughs) and that's and that's the thing like i i recognize that like i let me be the patient one if i have to be because let me be the one who takes the the people being like well why can't it be like this because at least you know like i don't like it exists like it's got to be like way more exhausting 
seen, especially because it happens way more often. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I, I just, it's one of those things I can, for some reason, like when a situation like that happens where it's not turning super combative, mm-hmm. it's just sort of like dense, obtuse yeah. maybe is the best word that yeah. you can use that like, to me, it almost becomes a challenge. Like how mm-hmm. much can I just keep like digging away until I figure out the thing that it needs, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, that's fun. But when it gets combative, I remember reading something somewhere when you're having a conversation with somebody about like doing, and I guess it can apply to more than just racism, mm-hmm. but racism is really the, like the key one here is if you're talking to somebody who just did something hella racist, you're trying to point it out to them. The thing I read that I try to keep in mind is to keep the conversation around the thing you did was racist and not let it turn into you're a racist because right. once it turns into yeah. you're a racist, they don't turn off. Cut down. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And, and that's hard because they want it to turn into your racist. So, so they, they can, can shut it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Yep. So, that's so yeah. true. That's so true. And as a, as a black person, it's really hard not to just tell people, you know, you're a racist, you yeah, know, well, and because- even knowing that they're going to stop listening is sometimes it just don't matter. <laughs> as far as i'm concerned like if somebody's being fucking racist to you then fucking tell them they're racist but mm-hmm. like if as a as a white person yeah. trying to have a conversation with another right. white person about this shit like it's like it's like a dance that you have to do yep. to try and break through without mm-hmm. like setting off the defenses that like shut the whole conversation down and with yep. some people there's no fucking point like mm-hmm. why would you even bother? yeah but there are yeah. plenty of people out there who like with the ignorance or with the willingness to just turn away from something that there is cracks that you can get through, but right. the people that should have to like do that are people who call themselves allies mm-hmm. work on that so that because black people and other people of color, they got enough, got another, enough other fucking stressors on you. You shouldn't <laughs> have to spend your time trying to like put like a paper clip into a crack and pry <laughs> yeah. it open, <laughs> stick some flesh color, flesh, colored band-aids in there you know what i'm saying right like it's because it's fucking annoying and it's, it it's annoying and it's tedious mm-hmm. and it's obnoxious yeah. and it can be really and yeah so anyway thanks you know that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god i'm loving this conversation me too <laughs> can you just come on a podcast so. every week like we can just it can just be a threesome at this point <laughs> don't threaten me with a good time we'll schedule it <laughs> yeah oh my goodness okay because we've been talking i don't want we don't want to keep you too long so I guess we can ring it back to planners for the mm-hmm. five people that dropped off during that whole conversation. Um, <laughs> what is your current planner lineup? I know you've been moving. So I'm, I'm just curious if you had a, a lineup right now. Um, I have been living the bullet journal only lifestyle mm-hmm. for the whole year so far, really enjoying it. But anybody who's watched my stuff I've been called out on this like I didn't even notice the pattern and other people called me out on it like Cindy usually around September or so you start hating your planner mm-hmm. and I'm not I don't hate my bullet journal <laughs> but um I am I also use the power sheets which I find okay the power sheets the company is extremely Christian yeah the power sheets are not which I appreciate because right. I like I said I'm a UU but I'm a humanist UU so I'm mm-hmm. not my religious again people are like oh you talk about going to church what christian are you i'm like i'm not and they're like oh and i'm like yeah so people go to church 
Shocker. Yes. Shocker. Right? right? They're like, oh, you must be Jewish. And I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> but um, but the but uh I really like the introspectiveness of the power sheets. But the thing mm-hmm. I discovered recently was that with as introspective and kind of touchy-feely woo-woo that they are, it's really great for me in terms of setting goals when it comes to my family life, my mm-hmm. home, my kids, my husband, my health. My mm-hmm. mental health, all that. I have an adulting goal this year, which is a lot of work. But yes. I'm going to write a will. I really don't want to, but oh I have to gosh. write a will. But I know, right? Right? <laughs> like, it's one of those things you're like, ah, I'll, I'll put it off. And I'm like, I'm 41 now. I probably should write a will. <laughs> um, but I discovered that for work, it I'm using that touchy feelingness to avoid setting goals like revenue goals mm-hmm. and things like that, like numbers. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's it's just so smushy. I wanna I wanna bring creativity to my community. That's mm-hmm. my goal. Like, and that's a worthy goal. But I also need like to bring in X number of dollars, right? And I've been avoiding yeah. it. So yeah. I just picked up the HB90 system. It's mm-hmm. the one that Sarah Cannon does. Heart Breathings is her channel. She's a writer, and it's a it's a 90 day. Um, goal setting planner system that's meant for writers but you can adapt it if you're doing other like creative work Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. I I picked that up mid like as we were getting ready to move and I was like I'm just gonna start using this and then I was like what the fuck are you doing Cindy you're moving cross country (laughs) so so I haven't really started using it yet but Mm -hmm. I'm going to try and I've also considered going back to adding a weekly planner in not because I need it but because I really miss the fun of like planning my week out and stickering yeah. it and shit mm-hmm. like for just the, the the creative like bullet journaling I can't get too fancy in my bullet journal or it stops working for me I can't right. be one of those people that fucking slaps paint all over their bullet journal the way like Paula Dean fucking slathers shit with mayonnaise, you know what I'm saying like, <laughs> I can't butter. do that don't forget and the butter, butter right <laughs> like I can't do that so I need to I need my bullet journal like I can add a little bit of stuff but I need it to be really like utilitarian yeah and um and so I'm I'm considering picking like using a weekly planner which it might be the flourish planner which is not one that's known very well mm-hmm. it's by a person named bonnie christine she's big in the surface pattern design industry and she has one that's meant specifically for creatives mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it actually it's pricey but it's i reviewed it a while back but i really it's very resonates with me really well yeah but the yeah. point being is i might pick one up purely for like the stickering fun of it yep i don't know yet but right now, what I'm really relying on is my bullet journal and my Google calendar. And mm-hmm. I use Notion to keep track of certain projects because I'm neurotic. And with Notion, it takes time to set up, but you can like basically make it do exactly what you want it to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that helped because I've used like Trello, I've used Asana, I've yeah. used a bunch of the project managers and none of them were exactly what I wanted. And so Notion's a bit of a pain in the ass to get going, but once you do, it mm-hmm. is like it can be what you want and that's what I yeah like. we've been so, yeah. hearing a lot about yeah. notion I, that is the best description because mm-hmm. I have stopped because I wanted to set it up exactly how I want it and I have stopped for like weeks but now I have it where I want it and it's amazing. right it takes so much time but as soon as you get it you're like yeah oh, yes so and good. then you can yeah. just tweak it as once yeah. you get it kind of where you want it you can tweak it and yeah. I'm going to do a video talking about how I'm using it I just wanted to a wait till after I move but be like 
use it for a little while mm-hmm. before showing it to make sure that I'm liking the way it is. And so far I really am. I'm not originally, I think the problem I was running into was I was trying to use it for everything in my life. Yep. I don't like that. Yeah. I'm just now yeah. I'm specifically just using it for work projects to help me stay on top of certain things. So that's helpful, but yeah. And my Google calendar. And the reason I swapped over to Google calendar from I, my monthly calendar in my like weekly planner mm-hmm. was like my, my ultimate, like anything else could go, but that was what needed. But my family would never look at it because they're douchey. And like, I'm like, you know, you want to know, I'm apparently the schedule keeper for everybody and nobody fucking pays <laughs> mm-hmm. attention. And they're like, when Same. is this? And I'm like, my calendar's <laughs> on my desk and they would never look at it. Yeah. So we have a family Google Calendar, they're all allegedly subscribed to, but they still ask me when everything is. But at least now I have a little bit more like, yep. and then I just started incorporating other shit into it too. So it's, it's nice to be able to future plan using, yep. I, mean, yeah. I love paper, but fucking digital shit is really helpful. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it comes in handy. Yeah. Especially when you're working with like other people, like family or whoever else that yeah. you need to keep on the same schedule as you, Google Calendar is an absolute dream. And I'm yeah. definitely waiting on that Notion video because I still really don't know anything about it. So I will be tuned in. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's both amazing. It's like with great power comes great responsibility. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of what Notion <laughs> is. Like, you yeah, know, you, the potential is there, mm-hmm. but you don't just get to like plug it in and be like, woohoo. No, you got to yeah, like, you got to work. Some work. Right? Yeah, yeah, gotcha, yeah. Gotcha. but it's worth it at the end yeah. once you get it the way I you get it. Yeah, I love it, yeah. Cindy. This has been absolutely amazing. I feel like I kind of had it built up in my head what talking to you was gonna be like, and this, I mean, it's it was everything that I expected. Like, I don't want to boost you up, <laughs> but I just can't help it. I just love you. We love you so much. Yes, you're we just, do. You're just you, like through and through. Like, you, I just love that you were just such a what you see is what you get type of person. And that is, we need more people like that in this community to keep bringing mm-hmm. the real and the raw and you know the uncensored. You know what I'm I'll saying? I'll tell you. So- I'll tell you how you do it. I'll tell you my 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 magic plan for being like this. Yes. Get married too young. Mm -hmm. have a not so great marriage Mm -hmm. self-destruct get out of that marriage Mm -hmm. and then realize all the things your parents taught you my parents were really great at teaching they were irresponsible as fuck and they were hoarders so (laughs) that like our power was always shut off and we didn't always have working plumbing and we were like basically in poverty but they taught us that no one has the right to make us feel less than because mm. as yeah. just who we are is yep. enough. Like anything extra is extra, but yes. nobody else gets to make you feel that way. And I forgot that for a long time. Mm. And then I found it again and it doesn't make you like smug or self-important mm-hmm. or anything like that. It's just that knowledge that like, as you don't need to earn anybody's respect, if yep. they don't want to give you respect, that's on them, not on you. Right. You, like don't be a shitty person but like you as a person you're you have you are enough as you are you don't have to fix yourself and if you are if you're struggling with illness if you're struggling Mm -hmm. with mental illness any of those things like those are things to work on yeah but that doesn't mean that you as a person are worthless because you have things that you need to work on yes and so it's just just remember that like that's important because it's what i'm trying to teach my kids so that mm-hmm. nobody can take that away from you. Absolutely. Yep. Yep. Oh, love it. Thank Ooh, you that, so that much. I love it. <laughs> Ooh. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, you're amazing. <laughs> 
Yes. Cindy, can you let our listeners know where they can find you if they want to get more you just in general, just oh, more you. More me. <laughs> My OnlyFans. No, I'm just kidding. I don't have an OnlyFans. Um, yes, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you can find me on YouTube, Cindy Gunter Baldo. Um, I have Patreon, Cindy Gunter Baldo. On Instagram, I'm Llama Letters. I have a website, CindyGunterBaldo.com. I don't know when this podcast is going up. I am redoing it, mm-hmm. but that hasn't happened yet. So it might be a hot mess. It might not be. Who knows? You'll never know unless you go. <laughs> it's coming out this week. Yeah. Will it be ready by this uh, oh, Wednesday Okay, no, it will not be ready. Okay. Allegedly, it was supposed to be ready by this week. That is not fucking happening. So I need, I have more important things like finding doctors for me and my sickly. My husband has yes. type 1 diabetes. So together we're fucking sickly and we need to find our new doctors. Oh no. So that's what I'm doing this week. So, uh, but yeah, it's coming, but yeah. You can find me there. And if you can't spell my name, that's okay. If you put Cindy G-U-E into Google search, it usually auto-populates my name mm-hmm. because apparently nobody has that fucking particular set of initials. <laughs> otherwise. So, yeah. Yes. Well, thank you so much yes, for coming you. on the pod. It has been awesome <laughs> talking to you. Guys, just stay tuned. We will be back with the rest of the episode in just a minute. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys. So we are back. Myra, what are your final thoughts of our amazing conversation with Cindy? Like, just tell me how you feel. It was, it was just everything. It was Mm -hmm. everything I needed. I feel like we all needed to have that conversation. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. why is she so dope? I don't know. I'm still trying to figure (laughs) it out. I really have no idea. She is so freaking dope. I was definitely like fangirling and standing at the exact same time. And uh, she's just absolutely amazing. It was a a pleasure to have her on the podcast. Cannot wait to have her on again. Um, And she is just such an important person in this community. Because like I said, she always brings the realness. And it's just just so necessary. And she's such a great reminder that you can be super successful in this community just by being yourself you don't have to put on this you know positivity dance and make everybody think your life is so perfect and so normal and and scenic and beautiful all the time like you can bring the real you can talk about what's going on with you you can talk about your illnesses you can talk about your your family situation like if you want to you can put that out there and be your authentic self and still gain just massive success like you can do that so uh, I just and I and honestly I can honestly say and I should have told her this that Cindy is truly a, one of the inspirations for me for wanting to put myself out there through this podcast like seeing how super real and super vulnerable she always is in public and she, I really feel like her presence helped to give me the freedom and the power to feel like I could be super real and super vulnerable in public yep. too and it has not failed us yet so shout out to to Sandy. I just we love you, girl. We know you're listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> it 
it's true it's it's definitely true and mm-hmm. we, we just meet a, a lot more people like yes us. and that that goes to show we we said this too like it doesn't always have to be in a really pretty perfect package mm-hmm. like so yep in order for you know in order for folks to receive it exactly but exactly preaching Ooh. to the choir for the folks listening to this you know what that's the thing though like our people are always on the same page as us so they they know they know and guys like if you're not following cindy definitely make sure you follow her on instagram youtube check out her amazing patreon all that good stuff um she is just you're you're a joy girl you're a true joy so yeah let's go ahead and get into what is going on in these planner streets so uh there's been so much going on so archer and olive they had an unfortunate situation where there was a theft that that they were dealing with um and that was horrible and i I really hope that that ends up getting resolved in the best possible way um and also they had a collaboration come out with the greater good it was some um washi tape and also a um a planner and some stickers really mm-hmm. really cute beautiful collection um somebody had noticed like right before it came out that one of the washies was you know pretty similar almost an exact replica of the drip washi that cookie sticker co our girl Ariane has been doing for a while mm-hmm. it was so crazy because guys the night before this came like the night before the collection came out um my one of our listeners shout out to you girl she sent me like a screenshot of uh like a sneak peek of the drip washi that archer and olive and the greater good were coming out with um and she you know was basically saying like this looks like cookie sticker code what is going on so me and myra mm-hmm. kind of talked about it we were both like terrified of what was going to happen because you know we love archer and olive we think he's a really great brand um and we also love cookie sticker Co. Yeah. and this was about to just be mad uncomfortable mad uncomfortable <laughs> like Oh my gosh. But uh, thankfully yeah. that was so uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. We kept going back and forth like should we reach mm-hmm. out to ANO mm-hmm. and but Mm-hmm. but it worked out it worked out it did it did because <laughs> the day the collaboration came out with when Arch and Olive posted about the collaboration um they actually tagged Cookie Sticker Co in the post and then they acknowledged the fact that their exact words were basically that one thing that I want to bring up which was pointed out to me yesterday was that one of the washi tapes the drip is close to what another amazing shop Cookie Sticker Co has been doing Cookie Sticker Co is a black woman owned business and we all know how many times black owned shops are ripped off and nothing gets done about it this was absolutely unintentional on our part i've been in communication and cookie sticker code didn't want me to pull our washi which i would have been more than happy to do but we did negotiate to a fair price to give her and to my total excitement we will be having a fun collaboration together in the future in the meantime support her shop and then she kind of went on that's how you do it period point blank drop the mic like that was that was literally it like I love that the owner of Arch and Olive she got right in front of the situation mm-hmm. she didn't wait until the backlash happened because there definitely would have been backlash she got right in front of the, of the situation she got in touch with Arion. she was willing to pull the washi literally the day before it came out which was obviously gonna be a loss of hundreds to thousands of dollars for doing that but she was willing to do that since Arion was okay with her not doing that she comp- is compensating her and 
they're going to move forward and have a collaboration together in the future, like a true collaboration, which I'm super excited about. And I mean, guys, we're obviously, we're not, we're not saints. We're not holier than thou. Like everybody makes mistakes and every company makes mistakes. That's not what defines you. What defines you is how you deal with those mistakes and how you make amends and Archer and Olive they 1000% they did it the exact right way like I couldn't have done it better I feel like that was the exact way to deal with it yeah and it's clearly not hard and like you said we aren't expecting I think a lot of these companies kind of walk on eggshells because they're thinking like oh we don't want to mess up we don't want to mess up like Mm -hmm. you may bump your head Mm-hmm. we know that mm-hmm. we nobody's perfect no company is perfect but the thing is like you said how you react mm-hmm. to it once you know the owners was um brought that was brought to their attention clearly it was not intentional they went to Ariane mm-hmm. and was like hey how can we rectify this yeah you know let's yep. work through it and that's that's all folks are asking for that's it that's yep. it yep that's, that's it, it. Mm-hmm. that's uh, absolutely so. it yep because I mean obviously this has been something that has been going on not just in the planner community but in all types of communities where black creators are ripped off black creators are not credited I mean think about the issue that was going on with TikTok a few weeks ago mm-hmm. where a new song came out everybody was looking at the black TikTokers to make a dance that all the white TikTokers could bite and profit yep. off of mm-hmm. and the black TikTokers TikTokers stood up and said, "No, come and up with your own a damn bunch dance. of videos of mm-hmm. them waving their hands in the air, looking crazy. Meg literally told you where to put your hands at. <laughs> looking crazy, looking crazy. And I, mm-hmm. if you, if you choose not to see it, like if you can't see mm-hmm. like the impact that Black creators in pretty much every community, mm-hmm. every community has on you know the world, like you just you choosing not to. Yep." just choosing not to exactly yep if i mean if you're gaining inspiration from somebody what's wrong with letting that be known i don't i just don't understand that like like if you're if somebody inspires you and you're able to create something great off of that or even do exactly what they're doing you should absolutely be giving them not only credit but compensation like it's Mm -hmm. just it's ridiculous that it even has to be said so much um because it's literally been happening for decades um you know just look at Elvis (laughs) you know what I'm saying like there are so (laughs) many examples of how Mm -hmm. this has occurred over time and the fact that it is still happening it's just really trash it and it's ridiculous but yeah shout out to Archer and Olive shout out to Cookie Sticker Co like I can't even describe how excited I am for their collaboration. I think it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, And it's, it's, uh, what I think it was, it's a Martin Luther King quote. And he said, uh, the time is always right to do the right thing. And that's on period. Yeah. That's on period. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super proud of Ariane and all the success Mm -hmm. that she's having. And I am glad that, all that's that whole situation got rectified yep. and yeah same I'm I'm yep. here for the whole collaboration mm-hmm. y'all better be ready because the cookie monsters don't play <laughs> stay ready <laughs> so you don't play. have to get ready go ahead and get your fund go ahead and set your alarm for whenever they <laughs> announce it because yeah it's it's gonna be crazy but they deserve it they deserve all the success in mm-hmm. the world because you know 
just just do the right thing and speaking of doing the right thing here's an example of doing the wrong thing it's balance it's It's all about balance it's all about balance (laughs) so uh since our last episode you know as everybody should know if you haven't been living under a rock um the happy pleasure did come out on their stories which once again why not put it in a post but you know go off anyway uh, <laughs> the happy hunter put it in their stories uh that they were uh, making some changes to the squad uh we're not going to go super into detail about what those changes are they do include compensation we don't know mm-hmm. exactly what that means but they they did say they were going to start getting paid and some other things you can go to the happy planner website and check it out if you want more details um mm-hmm. now it might the, not be there Oh, it's on the it's on there. Yeah, if you go to but the I new think squad page, go down before this episode. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Cause yeah, cause they're not. Yeah, cause I think the applications are closed. But basically, oh well, don't matter. Yeah, now the perks <laughs> are just as long as the uh, expectations. They're both the same amount. So. Wonder where that idea came from. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So yeah, <laughs> Happy Planner has you know they've you. They've put a Band-Aid on the situation, but I don't mm-hmm. think a lot is going to change with the company internally um, as far as what we're seeing. Um, yeah, I don't know what to say about them. <laughs> I have so many thoughts. I don't even know where to put them. <laughs> yeah. Um, I I feel like, you know, I've spoken with a lot of you in the DMs. Actually, a lot of y'all had showed me before I physically seen it first. Um Yes, it is a step in the right direction. Yes, I am grateful that these content creators, even the ones who didn't carry their way, are going to benefit and be paid mm-hmm. and not have to shut down shops, things of that nature. Like, yeah, that's that is all dope. Um, but there is a, a lot of things that needs to change within that company. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like there's a lot of egos within that company. Yeah. Um, to where it's like they're going to do the very bare minimum, Mm -hmm. the very bare minimum to shut, shut people up. And then it's going to be a whole nother issue. So we'll be back. I'm sure talking about something else because they're not willing to do the work. There's been Mm -hmm. a ton of allies. If you go back to the Juneteenth posts, if it's still there, ton of allies in that comments Mm -hmm. asking, you know, where is the diversity inclusion? Us DMing them, where is the diversity Mm -hmm. inclusion? I know queen for a fact has been asking that. And they are just skating right past that. And mm-hmm. just because like this whole thing kind of blew up, they're like, okay, let's, you know, let's do this. So, you know, it can go back mm-hmm. to business as usual, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah. we'll be back, but it is, it is definitely a step in the right direction and um really grateful for the content creators who are going to benefit from it. Right, because it's definitely people who didn't even uh, want to or care to, but you know, that's the fine. The cash is still the same since you don't want the money, sis. And over. <laughs> right, the since cash is still it. the same. It's funny, like a lot of people, like they DM me, they message on that post that Happy Planner magically didn't see, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. and I haven't heard anything from them. We haven't mm-hmm. heard anything from the squad members who magically mm-hmm. did lives after that video came out. Yep. Um, I, it's just a whole bunch of unethical and a lack of integrity mm-hmm. within that community. Not all, because I know a lot of people yeah. that you know. 
like the products and are good people. But there is enough to where unless that is dismantled, nothing is going to change. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then, I mean, even with their announcement, there are still a lot of holes in it. Like they spoke about payment. What is the payment? Why is there no transparency with the payment? They spoke about now you only have to be exclusive with seven specific brands that they will provide a list of when you're chosen. Why do you have to wait until people are chosen? Like, shouldn't they be able to know when they're auditioning or when they're submitting their audition or whatever you want to call it to be in the squad, what brands they're not allowed to work with? Like now all of a sudden you are allowed to have a shop, but that's only because these mentors that are now employees are able to have a shop. It's like, it's just really, it's just really a lot of holes. And I mean, they announced that the mentors are getting paid too, which we thought previously that they were already getting paid, but apparently they were doing all that stuff for free too, which go off. I guess that's just, that's just the motto <laughs> over there, I guess, because <laughs> that is unbelievable. But it's just like, but the mentors are not even doing everything that the squad people are doing and they don't even have the same expectations as a squad so what exactly is the mentor job what exactly are they doing what exactly are their expectations and their perks like no transparency when it comes to that also so I I'm just I'm not gonna be surprised I'm I just continue to not be surprised at at the happy planners um actions at all and I'm just gonna spend my coin accordingly like they come out with something that I just really am crazy about that I just can't live without I'll support it but it's definitely not a support just for the sake of supporting like it was once upon a time like that is all out the window because I really truly feel like the biggest mistake that Stephanie Fleming and her family made was partnering with that big corporation and letting them get the owner, the ownership share of that company, because it already wasn't a perfect company, but at least there were real humans and real people that we could see and talk to that were behind and the decisions cared then, about the community, and yeah. cared about the community, but that is clearly no longer the case. And that's really sad. It's not the same company anymore. It's really truly not the same company anymore. Um, so I'm not going to treat it like it's the same you know, company. It may as well be Amazon as far as I'm concerned. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because we know what the bottom line is. Mm-hmm. And um, at this point, we just have to govern ourselves accordingly. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, unless, you know, it's dismantled and they're ready to make some change, nothing, nothing yeah. is going to change. But. Yeah. I feel like Happy Planner is like a great, it's like a, um, it's like a great example of America as a whole and how America is choosing to deal with issues involving like racism and diversity mm-hmm. and inclusion, inclusion and all those different things that you want to just pretend like things don't happen, put a bandaid on mm-hmm. things instead of real get, like getting down to the real nitty gritty of the issues and really taking a transparent look at the issues. You rather just cover them up and act like they don't exist and just move past them, ignore black people on, or acknowledge black people only when it serves you, but then ignore mm-hmm. black people, not give people credit for, you know, starting this conversation um yeah so that's clearly not changing and that's the hill i'm gonna die on when it comes to happy planner i'm just now they're just boring it's it's boring to me because they just they just (laughs) 
<laughs> they're just reading off the same old script that a lot of these companies read off of like it's, it's nothing new it's nothing original at all and it's super disappointing when this is a company that you've spent hundreds probably thousands of dollars on yes. and that you really really supported and really messed with the long way but I just know to you know, like I said tailor my support accordingly and continue to not be shocked at the caucasity <laughs> you know I'm just yeah. not gonna be shocked <laughs> yeah and there's plenty of uh companies out there you know that you can align with morally because I know a lot of people I've talked to some people that are just like you know I like my products but you know morally like this this is effed up and it's mm-hmm. like welcome to the party pal that's what a lot of black people and their allies went through last year mm-hmm. so um it's Thanks. you just have to govern yourself accordingly and just know like i said unless something changes it's going to happen again so do you want to continue to align yourself with that or not that's exactly. completely up to you mm-hmm. and you know i i just honestly i feel bad for these people who are going to be selected because they don't deserve that alignment yeah you know yeah I mean yeah speaking to someone about it too like the even the excitement around the squad is down Mm -hmm. because you have this huge damper on it which the company just refuses to even (laughs) try Mm -hmm. to even make it better for the people that's on their squad um I mean even the last year squad like they really didn't even get a chance to kind of celebrate because the company keep effing up yeah yeah exactly it's just it's exactly. I just feel so so bad for them because they I know they don't deserve it but if that's your move and that's where you want to go and that's where you want to align your personal brand because you are mm-hmm. a brand mm-hmm. your personal brand with all power to you and you know what I I'm gonna reserve my sympathy for people who actually uh want it <laughs> you know what I'm saying because I just feel like and we've kind of talked about this behind the scenes too uh black women do a lot of saving in this country, mm-hmm. in this community, in this world, um, we're always on the front lines of everything, fighting for people who uh, don't want to fight for themselves. It's not that they can't fight yeah. for themselves. It's yeah, people absolutely. who don't want to fight for themselves. So if you can, at least now, I feel like what your video and what we've all who spoke out have done a good job is doing, we've at least made it so people know fully what they're signing up for Mm -hmm. and what they're really getting themselves into and if they still make the decision to sign up for that to be associated with a company that seems to really be lacking a lot of integrity that's them you know that's their choice everybody is free to choose their choices Mm -hmm. um and i you know if that's what they want then i want it for them but i don't want something for somebody that they don't even want for themselves i'm over that and i just feel like at the end of the day you know we help spark a change that we're not even benefiting from and these people who were just so adamant about not wanting to get paid and so happy to work for free not even a thank you in the inbox nothing like not even a oh yeah I really wanted to be on the happy planner squad but I didn't want to do this that as the third so thank y'all for starting this conversation because now I can live my happy planner dreams <laughs> you know well, like, I did get some of that you did okay good. yeah who uh, uh, some people who were just like you know thank you for opening my eyes and letting you know let me know what it was because I was you know blinded basically by the free product and mm-hmm. the excitement of it all but, you know, I will be moving forward with applying because I think this is a good, mm-hmm. you know, good benefit for me. And that's mm-hmm. cool. Yep. I got I got a few of that. But you're welcome. Um, you're welcome. Then. 
okay. But definitely not the folks who were like, it's, that's what you know, I'm saying. The yeah, people who the, were adamant yeah. about, mm-hmm. I don't want to get paid like that. First of all, it feels strange even saying that out loud. Cause who doesn't want to get paid for work, but we going to beat that horse to death. We can lead a mm-hmm. horse to water, but we can't make them drink. <laughs> but yeah, I'm talking about the people in the back who were like, like you said, like even like current squad members who were going on lives talking about how much they've enjoyed the friendship and the love that's more valuable than money, you know, for being on the squad. And they had nothing to say about the happy planners changes. Like, so are you happy for the, it doesn't seem like they're very happy for these upcoming squad members because maybe they're getting something that they didn't get, but you said you don't want it a week ago. So why not still be happy for them? I, that that really really confuses me. Yeah, yeah. But it it has to be disbanded. It it's a lot of unethical and, and lack of integrity in that company, and putting band aids on stuff ain't gonna change nothing. Mm-mm. But I I feel like nothing. they're fine. It seems like the company is is okay with that because I feel mm-hmm. like I mean people say all the time that like in court like a, a, in order to become like a billionaire or a billion dollar company, clearly there's a level of shadiness that has Absolutely. to go on. There's a level of 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 lack of integrity <laughs> that kind of has to occur. You like step on some nets to get up do. to the top. And you absolutely like do. you said, they they are perfectly fine with that. They're okay with that. And so if they're okay, they're okay with it. So I'm okay with supporting them accordingly or not supporting them. So yeah. But yeah, like we said, like if you know, if the squad is your thing, if you're excited about it, if you want to be on it, you know, if you that's what people want, then I want it for you. I'm happy for you. No shade at all um, to them. It's just not. Yeah, it's just. I really feel like the company should change their name from the Happy Planner. <laughs> like, get, cut the uh, shit. We have some suggestions the of the Grumpy Planner gripe. What was it? Oh, yeah. We did get trolled by a happy planner (laughs) in our lives telling us that we should be the gripey planners and that we should just be happy, happy, happy. And she even called one of us Cardi B. So, you know, real solid fan base, I tell you. And not a reflection of the company at all. Yeah. (laughs) Sarcasm. If you didn't catch it. Right. If you didn't catch it. The only planner company that we've ever been like quote-unquote trolled on the behalf of Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they're okay with that they're fine with it yeah that's their demographic i mean clearly so we're not for everybody and neither is happy planner they're not they're trying to be they they say they're trying to be for everybody but they're really not and we know that so as long as we know thank you for letting us know um govern yourself accordingly exactly period (laughs) period and the point and the blank but yeah this has just been a crazy week but this has been a super awesome episode thank you all so much for all the love and all the support uh, i actually got something off of my amazon uh wish list 
from uh, one of our amazing listeners. Uh, if y'all don't know, I, well, y'all have to know. I'm a teacher and I have Amazon wishlist. I have a classroom wishlist and a library wishlist. Feel free to check it out. Um, the links are in my bio. But one of our listeners, she sent this note with the book series that she purchased for my classroom. And she said, thank you, Amira, for speaking truth to power on your podcast. Your students are lucky to have you from a loyal listener. Thank you so much to whoever sent that. Please inbox me on the Arrow page or on my page so I can thank you personally. Y'all have no idea how much notes like that mean, how much gestures like that mean, like even just sending us a message after an episode, writing a review, like all that means the absolute world to us. Um, And it just lets us know that we are absolutely doing the right thing and that we're on the right path. Um. I'm just so thankful. I don't want to start crying or nothing, but you, y'all we know had another sincere. message. Was it in our DMs? Yeah, I was about to read that too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And with that, like, yeah, thank you so much. Everything for the kids. Appreciate you. Period. <laughs> I mean, I'm not the teacher inside of the. She, of the show, she even went to Hobby Lobby for me for the I, kids, guys. For girl. the kids. <laughs> girl that was um that was on the level of me applying for the happy planner squad i was sweating in my boots walking up in that store but you bought a cup too why are you exposing that me? you ain't had to buy because you, you're not gonna be a martyr <laughs> you're not gonna be a martyr here <laughs> i but couldn't I resist you. but i was I sweating behind so it I know you were. I know yeah, you were. They, that okay. company has some work to do too. That girl, but they do got some cute it. stuff. They do. They do. Yeah. Say just say no to uh, Hobby Lobby and Happy Planner. But anyway, um, another <laughs> amazing listener. <laughs> She's also one of our patrons. She sent us a note on our um, Instagram, and she said, "This has been something sitting on my heart." I am half black and grew up in an all white family. I had no one around me who looked like me and I often felt alone and confused. As I grew up, I got so used to feeling other that it became my normal. I was blinded by any racist or biased things going on around me. I would even say that I was never profiled or felt negatively about living in an all white community because I wanted to be accepted and I wanted to be accepted and silence seemed like the best way. I found your podcast and listening to you guys speak on the things happening in the planner community, something clicked. I want to thank you for showing me that I can expect and demand more from the people around me. And if my voice and opinions make them uncomfortable, then that's their problem. I really admire you too and wanted to share how you have changed my life. Wow. I mean, that, is so dope. that was so absolutely amazing. I just can't say it enough that's why we always say that like guys you just never know like who whose life you're making a difference in like who you're touching which is putting yourself out there like whether you have five listeners or 500 listeners like just putting yourself out there can be so much to somebody and you just not even know it so if there's somebody in your life that has really touched you and that has really affected you and helped change your life let them know because it can, it can really feel like you're just speaking into the void a lot through the podcast or through your social media presence. It can really feel like nobody is listening. Let those people know that if they're making a difference in your life, that somebody's listening and that somebody is really, really touched and affected by their presence. So gosh, I swear those type of messages will never get old. They never get old. Yeah. Absolutely. And it goes to show the amount of goodness that we do have in this community. Mm-hmm. 
And um, if you're, like they said, if you're feeling like, you know, you haven't found your tribe or found your people, mm-hmm. they out there. Yep. They out there. But mm-hmm. thank you for that very sweet message. It That definitely, like, you know, just keeps us going. And yes. ultimately, all we're doing is being ourselves. We just, yep. two Black girls picking up a mic. On Zoom. Yep. Absolutely. On Zoom. Zoom is trash. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully That's one it. day we can record like an episode, like actually in the same room. I wouldn't even know how to do that, but yeah, you I have know. no clue either. <laughs> <laughs> no clue, but yeah, we, we definitely will make it happen. But yeah, it's just, it's all about just being yourself and being real yep. here. And yep. again, like there's so many amazing connections. Like I'm so grateful for all the connections that we have made here. Don't, don't feel like you have to walk a path or, mm-hmm align with something that that's the only way you can be successful here mm-hmm. it's not yeah it's not no exactly exactly you was enough I it feel is. like you said that enough Cindy said it mm-hmm. you said it yep I hope it's getting in your head if you are Period. second guessing mm-hmm. yourself just stop just stop yep, yep. exactly people are here you you just find them just yep. find them we're here we're here. We're here for you, girl. We're all yeah. I love it when we get messages and people are like, oh, I feel like I'm listening to my best friends. We are your best friends, period. Like, we're your besties. Yeah. We're your besties, okay? We're all here for each other and nobody is alone and everybody is seen, okay? Step into the dark side. We have candy. I'm just saying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, but this has been a uh, very long and well-needed episode yeah. i'm so excited therapeutic yeah mm-hmm. I, I love it i might this might be the the one that i listen back to i know me yeah. too me too because yeah. i'm just i'm still kind of on a high that we got to talk to sandy but it's fine um but yeah thank you guys <laughs> so much for listening please check out our website planners and feel free to join our patreon that is a super super amazing awesome group of just super special people we love our patrons so much um check out our be exclusive be inclusive and chill pans that are available through our website um you know support your favorite podcast and even if you uh can't or or don't want to support financially just reposting the podcast telling your friends Mm -hmm. about the podcast sending us those super super sweet messages are absolutely everything and we appreciate that just as much um and also um if you are a planner and you're looking for a little bit of direction as far as what planner system may work the best for you check out our planner consultations through our website we also do podcast consultations for anybody who's wanting to get their podcast off the ground we can help you from a to z from starting the podcast to advertising all that good stuff and if you are a company who don't want to be a trash company like some companies and you want a little bit of direction as far as uh diversity and inclusion and uh being equitable equitable and making sure your relationships are mutually beneficial absolutely hit us up because we offer uh consultations for that as well we're not just talking about it we're being about it period so (laughs) yeah yep yep and that is it that's it that it's is, really simple you know, it's so simple mm-hmm. why does it have to be so hard i don't know i don't know girl I don't know. it's fine it's fine it's fine <laughs> but yeah guys thank y'all so much for listening and we will talk to y'all next week
Bye, guys.